Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. A special day, a special week for me. Uh, I'm going to be sharing, this is a special week because this is the 50th anniversary of our home church, which I joined almost 50 years ago. And this week I'm going to be talking about some of the things that really formed my life and formed our church in those early days. Now you might not be a part of it. You might say, how's this relate to me? You just wait and see. I think you're going to find this week to be very edifying. Specifically, I'm going to look at some things that changed my life dramatically, how they can change yours, how they imprinted me. Some things that that changed the whole course of my life. Sometimes, I'm going to share in a few minutes, one night that changed the whole course of my life and why it was. Specifically, I want to talk some about music this week and scripture songs and how God uses music and used those early days in my life to totally transform me, the music he gave. I came to Christ during what was called the Jesus Revolution. You've probably seen the movie, or if you haven't, you really should. It's free on Netflix now, that describes this movement in the late 60s, early 70s of the Jesus people, the Jesus freaks, the people who were coming to Christ in massive numbers and whose lives were changing. There was an excitement, a thrill. We were experiencing a revival, and I was part of that. I wasn't in California, I was out in Ohio, but that revival was reaching all throughout the United States, and I believe through parts of other parts of the world as well. In my own life, I remember uh, one one night that I was invited, I was just a junior in high school, just 16 years old, and I was invited to a prayer meeting. I was told these people are going to really pray, it's going to be serious. I said, okay, that's fine. A Friday night. My friends were out at a basketball game. They were out going to a movie. They were out having fun. And I agreed. I said, I'll go to a prayer meeting. Can you imagine that? There were no refreshments there. There were no games to play. There was nothing in, nothing to draw a high school kid except God and prayer. And I was hungry for God. Where's that coming from? I do believe there was an elderly lady in our neighborhood who prayed for me often. And I do attribute much of the spiritual development of my life, of my, the spiritual hunger in my life, my salvation in, a, a, in high school, to God answering Granny D, that's what we called her, Granny D, her prayers. And indeed, you may uh, maybe ought to be praying for the kids in your neighborhood. You never know who might, you never know what Tom Short might be living near you that uh, your prayers could turn them into someone that they wouldn't be otherwise. That's not the purpose of this message. I was, I was invited to this prayer meeting, and I went in, and my life changed that night. And I try and remember what it was. I felt like a sense of family. I felt like these were people serious about God. I felt like their prayers were cries to God. I never heard anyone pray that way. I never heard anyone cry out to God. I never. They, I remember them praying for the campus. They prayed for dormitories, floor after floor after floor, people by name. They cried out to God for their salvation. They cried out to God for disciples to be made. They cried. They. They. There was an intensity. Um. 
but more than anything, what I remember is how they sang, how they sang. In Scripture, it says this, God put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to my God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. That's what happened. I was sitting in that room. I'd never been amongst people who sang that way. I'd never been amongst people who sang that robustly, sang out so loudly, sang out with all their heart. I, it, it's, the voices blended together like a beautiful choir, but it was just amateurs, novices in a living room making a joyful noise to God. Some of our songs had quiet awe to them. They were, they were majestically beautiful, quiet, uh, awesome songs. Others were loud clappers, foot stompers. Indeed, I think the house was shaking on some of the songs. And I and, and it says many will see in fear, and I probably at times will just look around and say, wow, I've never seen anything like this. I was in the presence of people who were in the presence of God. That's what God wants the church to be. We talk about a church that you know welcomes seekers or things of this nature, and unbelievers come to the church. First Corinthians fourteen says, "When they come in, you want them to know they've come into the presence of God." That's what I experienced that night in a way I don't think I'd ever experienced before. I was in the presence of people who were in the presence of God. I was already saved, but believe me, when I left that night, I said, "Lord, I'm pretty sure I'm saved, but." wow, those people got something I don't know that I've got. So just in case, I'm going to ask Jesus into my heart again just to make sure because, wow, I want what they have. I knew that night I'd found some people I'd be with the rest of my life. Indeed, I have been. Oh, there have been times I've been tempted to walk away from this group. There's been times my feelings have been hurt. There have been times my I, I've felt betrayed. There's times I've felt unloved. There's been times I've felt uh, frustrated. But this is the family God gave me that night, and it's a family of people I've stayed with ever since. And there and 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 I am so appreciative of that. Like I say, we are we're having our fiftieth anniversary this weekend. It's going to be a time of emotion, indeed. I think I would not be surprised if I become emotional this week on these uh, videos talking about some of this past, kind of choking back a tear or two right now, actually, as thinking about those special, special days and all that God has brought us through. And I think it's going to make a difference to you. I want to get back, though, to this music because there was something different about those days. And if you lived during that time, you might know what I'm talking about. Our songs were different. They really were. And our singing was different. It wasn't a performance. It wasn't, uh, you know, the people who sang for us, they were skilled, but it, there was a spontaneity. There was a, an aliveness. There was a freshness. We often would have meetings where anyone could just shout out, you know, out of 100, 150 songs or so that we'd sing, someone could say, hey, let's sing, let's sing this song. Let's sing that song. And uh, our musicians they would just start playing. Were they led by the Holy Spirit? Undoubtedly so, but somehow they knew how to play the songs, and if they made a mistake, nobody recognized because we were all singing so loudly. Our songs, are you ready for this? We sang our core values, 
with all our heart. They were simple songs that anyone could sing, often sung directly out of the Scripture, right out of the Scripture. Indeed, I have hundreds and hundreds of verses memorized, maybe thousands, I don't know, I'm not counted, of verses memorized from those days because I sang them. In Psalm 51, 6, it says, God desires his truth in the inner, God, God desires truth in our innermost being. That's where he wants his truth to get. One of the easiest ways, one of the best ways to get God's truth into your innermost being is to sing it, to sing the scriptures, to sing these core values. Uh, we didn't just worship God with our music. We sang to one another with our music. We exhorted one another to love and good deeds with our music, like it says in, song, in Ephesians uh, chapter 5. We sang songs to one another, exhorting one another to be bold, to be courageous, to share our faith, to be holy. Uh, we sang Scripture. If it was in the Scripture, we sang it. In fact, there was a particular conference that, that we went to called God's Will for Your Life that went through a number of verses trying to identify God's purposes on earth. And we came home from that conference, and a couple of the brothers in our church put every verse that we learned at that conference to Scripture. And over the years, we would sing those commands, sing those promises, sing those exhortations to one another. Something that has largely been lost in our church today. I love to worship God, and I know our music should be worshiped to God, but there's an element in which we sing to one another as well. And when our core values are reduced to just a teaching we give once a month, or excuse me, once a year or something, they're not going to be deeply embedded in our soul like they would be if we sing them to one another. If you're a pastor here in a church or a music leader, I want to ask you, are in your church, are you singing? Is your music reinforcing your core values? Is your music reinforcing what you want your people to be doing? Is your music teaching people? Because that's how it does. I learned years ago, I told this story before, one year my daughter traveled with me. She took her junior year of high school off, same year I met our church, took her junior year of high school off and traveled with me and and uh, we were able to homeschool her that year, and and but she traveled. She's a phenomenal musician, and there were times that she would sing at, at, at an evening meeting, play a piano and sing, and and uh, and then I'd get up and preach. And I remember the next day, people would say, "Boy, I woke up this morning. Your daughter's song was on my mind. I just couldn't stop singing it. It was so beautiful. I just love that song. I've never had someone say that about my teaching." They say that about the music. You wake up in the morning, you've got the music on your heart. You've got the music in your mind. God speaks to us through the music. We sang our core values. They were simple songs, often right out of Scripture, and we sang them with all of our heart. In church today, I still sing with all my heart. I hope you do. In church today, people joke with me. If they're in front of me, they know I'm behind them because they can hear me singing. And they say they love hearing me sing. And I think, that's great, wonderful, but you ought to hear everybody singing. Everybody ought to be singing loud. Everybody ought to be singing out. We don't come to church to watch someone perform. We come to church to, to God's put a song in our heart. God's put a song in our mouth. We want to sing it out. And I encourage you, practice your singing. 
I mean, do some simple things. Do do a, a, a scale. Do sing the do re mi song. Do some things so that you can hear the notes in your mind and practice. And gain some confidence that if you sing out, you're not going to drive everybody away because you're so terrible, but some confidence that you're singing well and your voice is a glory to God. I remember going home from that night and uh, I was on cloud nine. I just, I knew that God had changed my life. I knew these, this would be people I'd be with the rest of my life. I knew that these people took this Bible seriously. And again, the music, it was the music that touched my soul so deeply. I'll never forget the way it made me feel. The next morning, I had grown up in the Lutheran church, and Martin Luther had written the song, A Mighty Fortress Is Our God. And uh, and and my parents asked me over breakfast the next morning, because I was out late at the prayer meeting, they said, well, what was it like? What do you think? And I said, it was awesome. I mean, they sang A Mighty Fortress Is Our God like they really meant it. It was not meant to be a put-down of our church. But indeed, I'd grown up all my life where people sang songs, kind of stayed, kind of unemotional, kind of, they went through the motions and they sang it. I, I'm not going to judge their heart how much they believed it or not. But oh my goodness, when these people on that night sang, a mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing, our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing, for still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not as equal. When we sang that song, when we sang that song, there was no doubt in my mind these people were engaged in spiritual battle. They knew what it meant to come face to face with the evil one and to prevail by the power of God. And we were doing it that night. We were saying, devil, get out of here. You're not welcome here. And believe me, he would not have been comfortable in that room that night. There was just too much genuine, heartfelt worship. Heartfelt worship. So what Jesus said to the Pharisees, you worship me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. And that night, my heart was set on fire by God. This, it was these scripture songs that made such a difference. This week, I'm hoping to get some of the music so I can play them for you and also share some of the songs that, that, that captured these core values that we sang that formed my life from the Bible, directly out of the Bible. Indeed, I hope they'll form your life as well. It's going to be a good week here as we look at some of these songs. And uh, by the way, if, you are, uh, if you've been touched by the Linworth Road Church, church I'm referring to here, uh, come join us Friday night, where some of the the church planters of our church 50 years ago will be there. On Saturday, all afternoon Saturday, we'll have different music and testimonies from different decades. I'll be speaking Saturday night about how my life was changed and, and my hope for the future, and then a Sunday morning celebration. Uh, I hope you could join us. You're welcome to come. It will be a, a, a wonderful experience for you if you can. Let's pray. Okay, here we go. Oh, Father in heaven, we thank you for the gift of music. We thank you you've given it to us to praise you. Our hearts grieve at how the devil has stolen it to praise the flesh and to glorify the flesh. We want our music and the song of our heart to be a praise to you. Thank you, you've put a new song in our heart. And a song will many will see, they'll, and they'll fear the Lord, and they'll turn to you. 
Oh, Father, it's my prayer for me, for everyone I know, for everyone on this video, Lord, that we would be taking this wonderful gift of music and we'd sing to you love songs. We'd sing to you words of praise. We'd sing, and we'd sing exhortations to one another, and we'd sing words of, of we'd sing the commandments of God to one another, uh, exhorting one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts to you. Lord, I want to I, I want to pray somehow that those days that meant so much to me and that captured my heart with music. Lord, I pray that uh, it was a revival. There was something special of your Holy Spirit going on there, and I thank you, Lord, for for those days. And I pray there could be something recaptured in our lives and and in our youth and in people's salvation. Oh God, we pray, re- bring revival. And use the music as a tool to help make this happen. Oh, we love you, Lord, and we bless you. And I thank you for how you've molded my life and so many on this live stream I know who can identify exactly what I'm saying. We bless you. We commit you. We commit this day to you because we love you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Like I said, it's going to be a good week. I hope you join me every single day. We come here every morning at 8.30 a.m. If you're new, special welcome. I think you'll be blessed with some of these songs that we sang. You might not know, and like I said, I hope to get some of the music so you can actually hear them. And um, and, and maybe they'll form your life, bless your life the way they have mine. God bless you. I love you. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.